Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. And I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again this week. This week, we are going to be talking about our favorite Disney traditions, things that we make sure that we do or ride or experience or eat every single trip that we go to a Disney park. So, uh, but first, happy birthday, Sharla. A couple days late. Yeah, happy birthday, happy birthday, Sarah! Happy Thank birthday you. to both of you. <laughs> yes, you're like Tra- twins. Almost, <laughs> we're one day, one day, and a few years off. <laughs> yes, you guys make me feel very old, but that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> you're not that much older than me. I'm uh, well. I'm 45. I will say how old I am. I am proud of it because it's better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah. See, what's the alternative? I yeah. mean, who yeah. cares? Yeah. I well, will. Uh, you are, I will make people do math. You are three years older than me. So. Right. <laughs> oh, and I can do that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you notice the young one over there isn't contributing her age. She's like, I'm oh, a tiny man. baby. I'm 38. So young. <laughs> Just wait two more years and then you're in our decade. <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be okay with that. When I turned 30, I didn't get out of bed. So I'm, I'm thinking oh. I might be better at 40. 40 I, I love my 40s. Handle. Yeah, 40s. That's what good. everyone says, that they're better. So yeah. 40. Yeah. yeah 40 I'm not hate 38. I mean, but you know, when you're 20 and that 30 comes around, it's that you're an adult. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I became a mom when I was 30, like a week before I turned 30. Oh, yes. I, you yeah. didn't have time to think about I didn't 30. have time. Yeah. I was, fo- <laughs> I was focused on getting Ryan. I was not focused on my birthday at all. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, over on the blog, we have uh, my most recent blog post is on top five tips to celebrate your birthday at Walt Disney World. And then what else do we have going on, on the, over on the blog, guys? Oh, a few days before I talked about cupcakes. Like oh, cupcakes. the cupcake crawl. Yeah. This is probably the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I was so excited about it. I woke Charlotte up. We were on a, a, a business trip and I'm like, listen to what I've just decided. We have to go. <laughs> Well, those cupcakes look amazing. So I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in on the cupcake crawl. (laughs) So you can check out those blogs over at www.disneyparkprincess.com. And last week we talked about on the podcast that I was going to blog about Castaway Ray Stingray Adventure. So I did. So that's on there too. I love Castaway. I mean, great blog post amazing value so if you're looking for something to do on castaway key definitely check out charlotte's blog post um because it's got lots of good information and pictures of stingrays and who doesn't love that so we bought a we bought an underwater camera not a gopro oh okay definitely a cheap version of it but you know what i (laughs) thought it was took pretty good pictures and we didn't have to worry about are we going to lose this (laughs) or anything like that because it was like 40 bucks could you do me a favor uh-huh. Could you put, is that uh, is that camera available on Amazon? You should put sure. a you should put a link to it in that article. I can do that at the bottom of that. Yeah, that way people know how to get. Uh, you know, if they don't want to spend GoPro money, there's an alternative. Yes. Um, awesome. And, yep, and it has underwater case, all this. So anyway, okay. I can put a link to it. It's pretty cool. Great. Mm-hmm. She's, she's you. You guys can't see this, but she's showing it to us on <laughs> Skype. Yeah. Very it looks like GoPro cool. Case. Yeah, it looks, I mean, but it, see, it's its own thing. So this is a separate case. So that's the downside of it. But the upside is you don't have to have it in the waterproof case all the time. You just carry it around. So that's great. Okay. Very cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So Disney news this week. All right. um, Heather, why don't you start us off? Because you've got a couple pieces of Disneyland news, right? I do have a couple pieces. First, 
Um, as of June 10th, Disneyland Forever fireworks are back for this summer, um, which is really exciting. Those were the fireworks that came out for Disneyland's 60th anniversary or their diamond celebration, as they called it. So for this summer, that, uh, that fireworks show is back, which is great because if you didn't see it, it was really fantastic. So I'm, I'm, can we go see it when we're there in August? Yes, we have to. It's really good. And the cool thing that Disneyland does that I, I don't know. We, uh, we started, we hinted at this last week that Disney world might start, but Disneyland shows their fireworks and the projections at three different points in the park. So you could watch it over at big thunder mountain. It's a small world or at sleeping beauty castle. And it's a different show every time, which is really yeah. cool. Oh, and on the Matterhorn Matterhorn too. Oh, very cool. Is that the one with Dumbo too? It does fireworks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sweet. Dumbo flies around. It's really cool. It's yeah. really cool. Um, and then also over at Disneyland or at Disney's California Adventure, the Tale of the Lion King debuted last week, um, which is kind of like the a, a stage show that tells the story of the Lion King, because of course the big live action quote unquote live action movies coming out. <laughs> so to get people excited, we're doing kind of a stage show that does like a, an imaginative, imaginative, unique way of telling the story. So it's something that's familiar, but it's a little bit different. And there's 18 performers um, and they kind of do like a little bit of storytelling, a little bit of dance. They're doing um, different languages that they're using. Um, and then of course we have all the favorite songs, Circle of Life, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, Hakuna Matata, but they're gonna be new arrangements. So it sounds like it's gonna be really oh. cool. Oh, very cool. I love the music in The Lion King. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have we heard if the new movie is gonna have any new songs or anything like that? Do you know? I don't um, know. Unclear because I'm probably not going to go see it. <laughs> well, Aladdin had a couple of new songs yeah. and um, one of them Jasmine sang and it was really awesome, you know, empowering kind of song. So I was just wondering awesome. if the new one would. Okay. So, yeah. And then cool. Disneyland's also getting a new parade we heard, right? They are getting a new parade. Um, and in fact, I, I only just kind of saw um, the very littlest about this. So you probably know more about it than I do. Yeah, it's called Magic Happens, and it is coming in the spring or summer of 2020. So the current daytime parade at Disneyland is ending at the end of this year. Seems like there's going to be a little bit of a gap before the new one starts. But uh, yeah, it's got uh, Magic Happens and um, new floats, including the rumor has it that even a sword in the stone float, which... Ooh. Yeah. I so. love that movie. Uh, you know what? Good, because it's about time. About I don't time, love right? the parade. Like, the, the Sensational has been here for, what, 10 years? I mean, I feel like yeah. it's been here forever. Yeah. And it's not... I mean, it's a fun parade, but then when you compare it to, you know, Festival of Fantasy at the Magic Kingdom, this is, like, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. Big difference, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. And then in news that, um, you know, may be exciting only to me because we all know how much I love Rafiki's Planet Watch, we do have an official opening date. We had talked a while ago how the opening got delayed so that they could add a, a um, Walt Disney animation exhibit to it. And it is officially reopening on July 11th. So, 
Yay! I get to go see my monkeys. So excited. Uh, So Charlotte, do you want to tell us a little bit about the new restaurant at Coronado Springs that just opened? Yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, It's called Three Bridges. And this is a casual dining. And of course, there's a bar included. Um, (laughs) But it looks looks really cool. The the menu looks really good, too. But um, it's got... um, a meeting space as part of it too. It's got, um, oh my goodness, nosh on shareable bites as well as savory entrees. The menu is filled with distinctive takes on familiar favorites, corn dogs, uh, paprika fries, um, different kinds of steaks and looks like some sort of um, baguette with eggs and stuff. <laughs> it was really, really good. Um, burgers. So Pretty much anything you want, but fancied up a little bit. Okay. And is this the place that's out on the water? It looks like it is on the water. Right? It's on the Lago? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. Because if you look at the little map, there are connected by three bridges. that connect it. Uh, uh, Look at you, Disney, being creative (laughs) with your name. (laughs) Yeah, it looks, but it it looks really good. I cannot wait to go eat it. I always feel like Coronado Springs is a little overlooked in the food department, and I have always thought they had very good food. I loved Maya Grill. I used to love their old food court. I think, you know. The Rick's Lounge is really good, even. Lounge is great. Yeah. So nice to see new uh, new options coming, and I cannot wait for that tower to open. I want to stay there so badly. I I'm think. just really excited for the rooftop lounge. Like, yep. Finally, thank you for catching up, Disney. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right. And last but not least, we have, and again, this is news that may only be exciting to me because the other two, I think, are a little bit over frozen. I will never get over frozen. I will never let it go. Yes, I had Uh, to make that uh, joke. uh. Uh, (laughs) Heather's gesticulating. I'm so mad now. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I'm canceled. (laughs) Next week's podcast will be hosted by Charlotte and Heather and Sarah Inspired. (laughs) but the new trailer came out this morning for frozen two and i don't care what the two of you say i think it looks amazing i will 100 percent be seeing it it's coming in i might go watch it now you've inspired me to maybe go look at the trailer really good channel when it came (laughs) no it looks really good yeah it's more about sort of where else's you know seems to be sort of a a journey to figure out like where else's powers come from and like what's the backstory with that and trolls are in it i think the trolls are hilarious and the trolls are (laughs) fantastic so yeah Yeah. well i'm just i'm just frozen overloaded you know i just think you have a little girl so i can see how you would be yeah. yeah, a lot of frozen. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of frozen. It was wall to wall frozen for a while there. And, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely got sick of it a little bit. I don't, I'm still mad about Mal- Maelstrom, Heather. Don't think I've turned on you. I'm not. I'm still mad about Maelstrom. <laughs> but we're going to get over that ever. I do, I do love me some frozen. So I'm super excited about this. And I have not seen it yet, the trailer, but I will go look at it. All right. You're going to have to watch it when we're done here. And then we'll talk about it next week. I will. <laughs> next week's podcast, all things frozen. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> Just and there kidding. go all of our listeners. That's right. Yep. <laughs> cancel, 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 cancel. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's get to today's topic. Disney traditions. Chances are good if you've been there more than once, you probably have them and you might not even realize it. You know what I mean? Like it's a thing that you do, whether consciously or unconsciously, every visit and you don't really feel like you've been to Disney until you've done this thing. And for me, a lot of them are unconscious and some of them are, are pretty conscious. So we're each going to share 
three traditions and we're just going to do it sort of round robin. So each of us will share one and we'll just continue along. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. Uh, I'll start it off. So for me, and this is probably a surprise to nobody who knows me or has listened to this podcast or Disney every week with the Passport of Moms, I love me a monorail. I love me a monorail. Por favor, manténganse a la de las puertas. It is not a Disney trip until I have heard those words and not just because I said them, until I've actually heard them on the monorail. <laughs> um, and there have been trips where I haven't actually had a chance to get on the monorail. And like I leave and I have this weird sense of like, I forgot to do something or I forgot to pack something or I forgot what, you know, I feel it feels unfinished, like I've forgotten something. And then I, I always, it's, it's always because I didn't get to ride the monorail. <laughs> It just <laughs> if I didn't get to ride it, it wasn't, it didn't count. <laughs> like it shouldn't count in my list of trips. Um, so for me, that's a big one. Who's next? All right. I'll go next. Um, to me, this may sound silly because obviously when you walk in Magic Kingdom, the first thing you see is Cinderella Castle. Um, but I, it, to me, that that's the quintessential thing about any Disney trip. I have to see Cinderella Castle. I have to take about 100 photos, even though they're all <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> of Cinderella Castle. But <laughs> my biggest thing that I like to do, and this is when I leave, is I have a tradition of when I leave Magic Kingdom for the last time on any trip, I walk down Main Street. It has to be down the street, not down the sidewalks. I walk down Main Street towards the flagpole. And when I get to that flagpole area, I turn around and I look at the castle and I have to look at the castle for five to 10 seconds and kind of say goodbye. And that's my goodbye every time. And then I leave and then I don't look back at the castle um, again after I have said my goodbyes. It's so sad. I know it's sad. Sorry. <laughs> um, but that's, that's my, that's my one tradition that I have to do every single time. Like it. All right, Heather, how about you? Okay, this one was hard for me because I don't think that I really have traditions. Like, I know people have a ride that they have to ride. Like, my best friend will tell you she has to go to the Magic Kingdom first and get immediately on the Haunted Mansion or she doesn't feel like she's at Disney. And and I mean, I of course, I ride the rides, but I don't have things like that. Um, but I think that my happiest that I'm ever at at Disney is when I'm just wandering the world showcase. So whether that's popping in and out of the shops or just sitting on a bench and watching people go by. So it, there's always at least one day where I am just like I just spend hours walking from pavilion to pavilion in the world showcase. I have no agenda. I I don't care about fast passes. I don't care about getting on the rides. It's mostly just, oh, I'm going to pop in here and get a glass of champagne, or maybe I'm going to try this pastry, or I I love to just find one of the benches hidden back of the ch uh, China Pavilion because nobody ever really knows they're there, and I just kind of sit tucked in this little bamboo forest by the, the ponds there and just kind of watch the world go by. Love it. Love it. World Showcase is the perfect place for that, too. Yeah. Oh, I love it there. It's yeah. my happy place. And when I'm having a bad day, I'll just, you know, I'll put on one of those Disney radios and I just pretend I'm at Epcot. And I'm like, nobody <laughs> can bother me. I'm at Epcot. It's fine. <laughs> so it's sort of funny because one of your traditions sounds an awful lot like one of mine, which is, and this is what, this was an unconscious one. And I didn't even really realize I did it until sort of recently, which is that, and part of it is that I'm an introvert. And so the way I get energy is by being alone and not with other people. 
I've realized that in every single trip, somehow, some way, I find a way to be alone at Walt Disney World. <laughs> They're laughing because they've seen me do it. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm just going to go back to the room. Bye. See ya. Um, and then I'm like, disappear. I just I disappear for a couple of hours. I've done it in Paris. I've done it. In- <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just that I reach sort of a certain point where I get, whether it's overstimulated or tired or whatever. Um, and I just need, I just need a break. I just need an introvert break. Um, and so I will break off from the group, even if the group is just me and my husband. <laughs> um, and <laughs> just walk back to where wherever I'm going or take a break or just be alone and just sort of people watch and this is the key part of it even though I'm alone I'm still sort of observing and taking in all the things around me and I'm enjoying um just people watching people watching at Disney is if you're a people watcher it is gold like fantastic it is there is amazing people watching at Disney um if you just pick a bench or a spot or a something and just observe the world around you. Oh, honey, you can see it's like a full-on Korean drama or full on, you know, like <laughs> there's just full-on soap operas going around on around you if you pay attention. And sometimes it's amazing sweet moments. And sometimes it's, you know, seeing a baby or a little girl see their favorite character for the first time. Or sometimes it's watching some poor parent navigate and epic afternoon meltdown um sometimes it's a proposal you know you stumble up you know like a proposal in the magic kingdom or something like that um and so that yeah it's one of those things that i do every single trip and i didn't even really realize i did it until just sort of very recently Uh we used to play a game where we would give each other points if we saw you know like children throwing a fit or (laughs) a marriage proposal or whoever and then you know whoever got the most points at the end was the winner of the day. Um, we are but, so doing that our next trip. And so we, we would assign different, each trip was different, you know, different categories. Yeah, we, we would oh all come gosh, up here's, with. Here's what we do. Yeah. We should make bingo, bingo card. Bingo. Yeah, that would D- work. Disney Park Princess Bingo. That's our new principle. That's, there we go. That's, that's going to be our new freebie. That's our, that's our new freebie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just so much fun and you play it within yourself, you know, amongst yourselves. And then, you know, it, it, sometimes you only get one choice of like the ugliest outfit. And mm. sometimes it's like, th- is that my choice? Do I want to choose that? Or am I waiting for a higher value? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's a, it's a thing. So um, <laughs> I have a very good friend that still lives in Orlando and he, we used to play this when I lived there, but now obviously I don't. So he'll send me pictures just randomly. I have no idea he's in the parks for the day. And I get a picture of like a man in a flamingo three piece suit or whatever, yeah. or like somebody <laughs> in like day glow orange, like running wear with knee socks up to here and he's like what what is happening that was our favorite thing was to look for these oh. awful outfits it's, it's pretty amazing to do yeah. so i love yeah. it yeah i love it all right who's up next Charlotte? okay i think me um so again magic kingdom i would have always said that tomorrowland is probably my least favorite land in the magic kingdom but i realized that three things that I absolutely love to do <laughs> um, are in Tomorrowland. So I don't know why I would have said that, but um, it's not a Walt Disney World trip without a ride on the people mover. Yes. Oh, yeah. And while I'm there, I absolutely love Carousel of Progress. Um, and then the third, I love the Buzz Lightyear ride. If the line is more than 20 minutes long, I won't get on it, but um, I love that ride. And so all three of those together are 
a really perfect afternoon. Um, but I can sit in Carousel of Progress every single time. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's one of my usually fairly easy things to do while you're mm-hmm. there. Because mm-hmm. usually people mover and the um, Carousel of Progress don't really have a line. So I would ride people mover all day if you let me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless it's 90 and humid. But like just you do the little again, yep. again, yeah. gesture. Just keep going. <laughs> when I was um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, we happened to be there um, on my birthday, and um, my husband had a business trip, and I said, "It's my birthday. I'm not. You're not going without me." And so I went, and <laughs> and so my ankles were so swollen, and I and I just sat on the people mover, put my feet up on that on the other bench, and I just sat there like six times. So I was just like, "Keep going." Because <laughs> podcast members are like, "We are not messing with the pregnant lady." Yeah, let her do her thing. <laughs> not, not even a little bit. Nobody messed with me. It was pretty great. That's awesome. I love it. I did get some funny looks when uh, he and I went through the the queue at Star Tours. I was not going to get on the ride, but they had just redone that queue. And so I was like, well, I want to see it. And so some people are like kind of looking at me. I'm like, I'm not riding. I'm just going through. But <laughs> it's amazing the judgment you get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather, how about you? What's your next um, one? Ooh, I think my next one is that I have to stay at the beach club. Um or maybe the board, mostly the beach club, but I boardwalk too. I mean, obviously I stay at other hotels. I try out other hotels too, but it doesn't feel like I am home until I am at the beach club. It's my favorite resort. And it just, I like, it feels like it's coming home. Like I love the scent in the lobby. Like I have the candle at home because I love that smell so much. And I love the area. I love that I can walk to Epcot if I want, or I can walk to Hollywood studios. I love that the boardwalks right. I love the ice cream place across the boardwalk. So yeah, I, I have to stay at the beach club. Um, that's, that that's definitely a tradition. And like, even though, you know, I'm going to stay at the Contemporary or the Polynesian, they're beautiful hotels. Who doesn't love them? But for some reason, it just never feels as special as staying at the beach club to me. So if you're not staying at the beach club, do you at least visit every trip? Like, do you yeah, go for time. like a drink or I feel meal? depressed and I'm like, well, why, oh. <laughs> why am I not staying here? But yeah, I, I usually at some point, like I'll be in the World Showcase and I'm like, oh, Okay, let let's just head to Beaches and Cream and see if we can get a table, or let's let's go to the you know the Abracadabra or something. There's always something that I have to like just kind of wind up in that area. Love it. It's a perfect location. It's just I love it there so much. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, yeah, I think if left to the three of us, we well maybe not Charla, but you I know Heather, you and I would never stay anywhere else if it was yeah, up yeah, to we us. We would only be at the Beach Club. Charla wants really... her big room at the Contemporary. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. If I could, uh, if I could stay in that room every time, but <laughs> I would say if I, if I was just going to pick one, I would stay at either um, beach club or the Polynesian. So mm-hmm. okay. I'd be okay with, with staying at the beach club forever. Okay. So right. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, club. There you have it. we're moving in <laughs> <laughs> beach club, the official hotel of the Disney park princess podcast. Yeah. yeah. Not, not sponsored. We just really love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my last one is, and this is, going to suck for me in a few months it's illuminations i am obsessed i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm obsessed with illuminations it's my favorite it doesn't matter how tired i am i will sneak out to go see it i will find an excuse a reason 
to see it every single trip. And I love it. And or I love the music. You just stay at the beach club. Or I just stay at the beach club. from your balcony. <laughs> you know what, though? Even at the beach club, I will probably sneak over and watch it. Like, I, you know. She did even, that when we were just there in February. She was like, I'm going to go watch Illuminations. And then like 20 minutes later, she was back. I was like, I thought you were going. She said, I did go. <laughs> I, did go. I literally <laughs> walked in, saw Illuminations, turned around, came back. But that served two purposes because I got my alone time and I got my Illuminations. So <laughs> <laughs> I got a double whammy out of that one. Um, but yeah, no, literally, I'll just walk over, watch it. And that's the nice thing about the beach club, <laughs> back to the beach club. Uh, you don't even have to go into the park really to see the fireworks or to hear it or whatever. You can just sort of walk over to the bridge between, you know, the boardwalk and the beach club and, and see most of it. So yeah, I, but it's just my favorite and it's probably it's just the music and the lyrics and the message just really speaks to me. You know, um, it's, it's probably because I saw it a lot um, sort of in the post 9-11 and I have a personal co connection to 9-11 and so you know um, that has a lot I think to, I associate the two very strongly together so I don't know what I'm going to do when it ends <laughs> in a few months but maybe the new one will be fantastic and I'll on. love it yeah. and I'll go on oh, <laughs> no, I'm not the only one making bad jokes today I am on point today <laughs> I used to feel that way about wishes, um, and then they oh, took away wishes. And, wishes was heartbreaking, to and me. I do. I'm not a fan of the new one, but that's okay. Um, so my next thing that, or I guess my last thing that, I, if we're all doing three, um, my this is kind of a new tradition in the past couple of years, but I really love to go into Epcot and go over to the France Pavilion and get a little champagne at the little um sidewalk kiosk it seems like but it's just it's permanently there but just get a little champagne and walk around epcot with my champagne that's my favorite that's like the happiest day ever i happen to come back by there and get another one that's okay yeah that happens yeah <laughs> just have to get a whole bottle it'll be fine yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly um, oh gosh. Okay. My last one is food. I have things that I like to eat and you can only get them at Disney World. For example, the carrot cake cookie. If I do not have a carrot cake cookie, yeah, <laughs> Sarah's making, she's laughing at me because the last time we were there together, I came home with a stack of carrot cake cookies. I think I had five of them in my it was like hand. Her entire torso. <laughs> you have a picture of that. Okay, I think I do. I do. I'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, carrot cake cookies. I must have that. I have to go to the Nomad Lounge at Tiffin's in Animal Kingdom. Um, where else do I need to eat? There's. I have a whole list of places that I just. I because I love them so much that if I don't eat there, it doesn't feel like I've been at Disney. And so it's hard for me to want to try a new restaurant, even though they always wind up being fantastic. Because I don't get to go to Disney World as much as I used to because I live across the country now. So um, I just, I have to make sure I get all of my favorite foods. Until this past weekend, one of those places was Ample Hills Creamery, which is a ice cream place out of Brooklyn that opened their first um, location outside of New York City at Disney's Boardwalk. And so I always had to make sure I would go get that ice cream. But I found out that they opened one three miles from my house. Oh. <laughs> so excited. I was definitely there at 10 o'clock in the morning after my hike on Saturday because I was like, wait a minute, there's an Ample Hills. So that might have to slide down my list now at Disney. But 
yeah, I have to eat a lot of food. All right. And of course, we have a bonus tradition that I have to add because it became our tradition when we were in Paris last year. And it really was Charlotte's tradition first. So I'll let I'll let her tell you about our our visit. Uh, yeah. Every day. When when you're in Paris, um, Disneyland Paris specifically, um, you have to go visit um, the dragon at Sleeping Beauty Castle. And for some reason, I believe that this dragon identifies as female. So I always call <laughs> I did, her. Oh, she's, it's definitely a she. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's amazing. She's scary. She's beautiful. It's She's one of the best audio animatronics Disney has ever created. Um, she actually works, which makes her better than <laughs> the Yeti and some of the other things. Um, Hashtag free the Yeti. Yeah. Free Yeti. Um, so, she, but she's amazing. And so the first time I was there, I would, we kept saying, what do you want to do? Let's go see the dragon. And so it just became a tradition. And so I said, this is like the first thing we have to do. We have to go see her every day. And we, w- I would even pop over from the other park just to go say hello and goodbye. And it was kind of the last, again, the last thing you have to do is say goodbye to, to the dragon. Cause she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we adopted it and it became our thing every day we went to the park. So we would go see, oh, the we're gonna go see the dragon. Yeah. No big deal. We had to see her yeah. every day. And then I think, I think she was the last thing we saw, right. Was we went. Thing yeah. last last thing, thing, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a little bonus tradition for you. If you're ever in Disneyland, Paris, please yeah, tell the dragon we say one. bonjour. <laughs> that's the best castle too. I oh. mean, I liked it better than I like Shanghai's fantastic castle. It's amazing. That's big. That's big talk right there. Cause I've heard the Shanghai castle is amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. And it, the Shanghai castle feels like a real castle, which is funny to say because it's a Disney castle, but it's all of them are so small in comparison that, you know, nobody's living in these castles. You look at the Shanghai castle and you're like, I, Okay there could be a king and queen in there right now. Like it's big enough that somebody could be living in it. But Mm -hmm. the Paris one is just so pretty and whimsical and it's up on the hill and it's got, you know, the, the sleeping beauty trees and it's just really pretty. And one of the, yeah. One of the reasons that I think it's so beautiful besides, I mean, it's beautiful. And if you look at it and you see the grass and all that, but when they decided to build the stage, for stage shows, they did not put the stage right in front of the castle like they right. did um, the, <laughs> around the rest of the world. They built it over to the side. So if you want to see the castle straight on, if you want to walk through the castle, this show is still right in front, but it is not hindering you in any way. And I think yeah. that's one of the smartest things that they did. And it makes me angry when I go to Walt Disney World and I see that <laughs> stage right in front. The big, ugly stage. Yeah. yeah. Can't walk yeah. through the castle now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Love that's it. soapbox time. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can as always check out our blog at DisneyParkPrincess.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DizParkPrincess. You can follow us on Pinterest at Pinterest.com slash DisneyParkPrincess. Uh, and of course on Patreon at patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. If you are a Patreon follower, thank you so, so, so much. Your subscription makes all the difference in the world to us, especially as we come up. It's been almost a year actually since this, uh, site debuted it. Uh, we sort of formed the company in July and the site went live on September 1st. So we're coming up on all of our annual expenses and we cannot tell you how much we appreciate (laughs) our Patreon subscribers right now as we have all of these bills to pay. Um, so 
next week, uh, I don't think we have a topic yet, but over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be getting a little bit more into us individually and our histories and why Disney and why do we love it so much. Um, so look forward for those episodes coming up. And for our Patreon extra, I think we're going to talk about, hmm, I don't know. Let's talk about any ideas. Anybody? They're both staring at me. <laughs> it's a surprise. <laughs> it's a surprise. We'll figure it out after. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, um, stay tuned for the extra for episode 38. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.